Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. I am Lucas Tiamore. I'm Rachel. I'm Calvin. Gang's all here. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and I think everybody's in a, in a good mood. We had pizza. Yes, indeed. Pizza makes me so happy. <laughs> we had Roberta's pizza. Especially that pizza. <laughs> she was awesome. My God, I've, uh, I was telling everybody, like, last time I had Roberta's was, like, probably, like, 2014. I just happened to, like, run into Roberta's one day trying to uh, uh, escape my job for lunch. <laughs> and it was, like, easily at that point, one of the, some of the best pizzas that I ever had. And, like, still to this day, holds up pretty well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> we had the famous original and the Four Emperors, which has some badass cheeses involved. Very good stuff. So, uh, there are some things that we didn't get to last week uh, that we're going to be talking about this week. And uh, I also have to start with a correction. <laughs> we don't like any kind of misinformation going out there. No, we, we do value dis- disagreement, but we don't want to be spreading misinformation. Yeah. So we were talking on the phone with Steve about the January 6th rally and subsequent events. And he began by saying there were a million people there. It was the biggest rally in the un- United States history. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, and then later in the week, I heard on a podcast the biggest rally was actually to integrate schools, um, and um, that's you know probably far more important. Yeah, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have the numbers in front of me right then, but I took a guess and I was correct. I said I, I'm I'm absolutely sure that the March on Washington was a bigger rally. So here are the numbers as they break down for January sixth. It could have been anywhere. From eighty to one hundred and twenty thousand people. Okay, big, big rally. Yeah, definitely a big rally. The march on Washington between two hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand. That's twice as much. The Million Man March, anywhere from anywhere from maybe eight hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand, possibly up to one point one million. Wow. Mod- so, so no, there were not a million people at the January sixth rally. <laughs> And no, it wasn't the largest one in U.S. history. And what, what, what bothers me about this is like that, this is how all of this crazy shit starts. It starts with misinformation. It starts with lies. It starts with, it starts with conspiracy theories. I'm sure theories. it wasn't a lie. I think he made a mistake. Or he was exaggerating or whatever it was. I'm not trying to demonize Steven in this. But I am saying that, that it is dangerous. I've never heard anyone call him Steven. I love full names, so I like it, but... Well, yeah, I don't usually do that. Um, <laughs> it's dangerous. He's such and, a Steve. He's such a, like, Steve. And when it, comes from, when it comes from the President of the United States, it's... It, well, it, we saw what happened on January 6th, and we see how it continues to divide the country. We will say that, you know, me and Francis were discussing that we do not agree with the, you know jailing of these people for a very long time though the, in, the yes the like 20 year sentences that they're talking about because yeah that's saying that's insane because you know i can feel for these folk because 
the president told them that the election was stolen. The president told them all of these different things, none of which, or very few of which, turned out to be true. But they, uh, but they were misinformed. They were misinformed. They believed they were doing the right thing. They believed that, you know, that, that the Demo- all kinds of things about Democrats, all kinds of things about the election, and they believed they were doing their patriotic duty. Exactly. To put right what was, what was, what was done like with shitty voting machines, with uh, shady shit going on uh, around the around people who are collecting votes, with all, all kinds of stuff. They believed it because the president told them it was true. So ultimately, it's I mean, ultimately, Trump and those folks are the ones that should be held the most accountable, and I don't think they will. And that's the most unfortunate thing about all this. Like, all the people that, like, everyone who was responsible for all this misinformation and all this chaos get to walk away. Mm-hmm. And, it's, yeah. and it's something that we see every day, not just, like, well, every day in, like, uh, government, uh, politicians, people, of, uh, people with power, people with uh, money just get to walk away. Very recently, representative, former representative Adam Kinziger, one of two Republicans on the January 6th Select Committee who gave the recommendations to the Justice Department that Trump should be held accountable. Uh, his opinion on whether or not that's going to happen, he said 50-50 <laughs> that they'll bring charges, as, as was recommended. But on to some other stuff from last week. Valencia, you had mentioned, not Valencia, Valencia Balenciaga. did some nasty shit. Um, Valenciaga basically did something promoting, you know, child, like, not necessarily trafficking, but um, the allowing of children to be in, like, media in sexualized ways. Um, and um, they brought up a, like, in the ad, they like made fun of a court case that just um, opened it up so that you can, you know, groom children more easily um, in in Hollywood um, and more uh, easily in Hollywood, more easily, Jesus. yeah. And um, they were making fun of that, like making fun of how they had won that, um, and it, they put held teddy bears with um, BDSM and they um, stood over the paperwork of the court case. Yeah. Yeah. These ads are disgusting. They're very disgusting. Disgusting. And um, Kim Kardashian, you know, Kanye, we give Kanye a lot of shit, but he has been concerned of his own children being groomed and, you know, his children were in the ads. Um, So, you know, I do feel for Kanye right now. Like, I really do feel for Kanye because you can be crazy and still care about your children. Absolutely. And you can be crazy and right, and you can be crazy and wrong. And I think at this point, he's a little bit right. And Kim is, you know, Kim refused to stop working with Balenciaga after it. She said, like, she said that she had, they had, you know, like, apologized to her. You have to think, like, how many people do these ads pass through? Like, they're, like, reviewed and reviewed by, like, a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people thought this was a good idea. And it's basically making fun of how we can now easily, more easily, um, Groom children. And so. what kind of uh, company is this? What do they Balenciaga do? Balenciaga is a very high-end fashion line um, that, you know, um, 
Kim Kardashian wants to be a part of because she wants to go to their parties and she wants to be, you know, and she like it's a very high end, very famous. So they're having major parties and she wants to be at those parties and she's not concerned. She just took Kanye's spot. The minute they stopped working with Kanye, she went and took a spot and she's not concerned with the fact that she is basically bringing her children into like a grooming like 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 it's very wrong. It's very wrong. Um, that one like female Republican I was telling you about was, you know, called her out. Um, and she did eventually respond to it and say like, she's horrified by what, you know, what went on, but she is going to still, still work with Balenciaga. So I, you know, really, um, you know, I think we should be calling for Kim to not do that. You know, like she has children to think about. Yeah. And I, I think high fashion for a long time has pushed and pushed and pushed the envelope of how many women who look dead we can see, how many violent images we can see, and this was just, like, a push too far. This was a push too far. It's really absolutely disgusting. Um, And so, you know, hopefully... Hopefully there will be some changes on this matter, but, like, I mean, there's nothing really, like... Did they did they pull the ads? They pulled the ads and did apologize. Oh, did. Okay. I googled but, them. Obviously, I was but like, like I need to see, but, but they obviously knew what they were doing. So it's I, I don't feel any better that they pulled the ads. I mean, I I can't afford Balenciaga, but if I could, I would definitely boycott them. Yeah, they're they're laughing at us. They're laughing at us. Sam Wolf of the previous show, <laughs> ensnared, is going to sit in with us yeah. for a little bit. Uh, as long as he can, maybe 15 minutes or so. Uh, For sure. And we were talking about this company, Valenciaga, who were uh, kind of celebrating the fact that things have become easier. It has become easier to exploit children in Hollywood. Is that in advertising? Yeah, I mean, in advertising and And stuff like that, yeah. they were... Celebrating this in an ad. Um, This is something the Republicans, I think, are right on. I I would say the Republicans are right on this. The the grooming of children, like, for things like this, like, the Democrats did push for, like, you know, more freedom of speech and things like that. But, like, we really need to be careful about grooming children. I think both sides would agree on that. Well, the problem is, is, like, I will say that, like, I I mean, I'm still Democrat, but I would say that Democrats are a little more lenient on these, these things. In terms of letting kids be in advertisements? Um, in, in, in sexualized, sex, sexualized okay. advertisements. So, um, like th- this had like this teddy bears really and BDSM, and they were making fight. fun of like they were standing over the court case th- where they are able to like then where they're now able to do this. They didn't, weren't able to do it in the past, um, and there was a Supreme Court um, ruling that they're now able to, and it's just really like was a big loss. Well, the Supreme Court is now predominantly Republican appointed. That's, that's true that's true that's that is true i feel like this is beyond my scope i'm gonna be honest <laughs> <laughs> we talk about a little more late <laughs> well i mean like i i get i don't know about the grooming aspect but i feel like you just see more i mean like with like instagram and like tiktok like there's such an outlet for kids now to be like on a screen you know in general that's just kind of going even more extreme in other areas Maybe that's my comment. I don't know. That's the only thing I could. Yeah, we we certainly don't protect children like with the internet. Oh, not at all. Yeah, no, no. I see my brother with his kids, and he's like a tech guy, and 
even just seeing them on the iPad for like more than an hour just kind of concerns or just like the magnetism it has. I don't know. I was not allowed like a lot of tech and my dad is a tech guy and he didn't, um, you know, we watch like he had the computer set up so he could see it through the glass, see what we were like looking at on the computer the whole time. And he would sit there and monitor my computer behavior. Yeah. My oldest nephew, who's a tech guy, he's, he's uh, 18. He absolutely looks over. He's absolutely aware of everything his younger siblings are doing. Uh, on on the internet, I I passed at like deleting things from the computer, deleting all so you know I was on there li- looking at like pro anorexia websites. My dad had no idea. <laughs> 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 yeah, the the stuff we managed to get away with uh, on the computers away. back in the day. Oh, maybe we maybe we and, knew each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for but me like, it's cats and porn. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not at uh, at the same not at the same time. time. No, no, and and, uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, Calvin is going to help make my computer a little bit more functional, and he asked me to pull up something and take a picture of it and send it to him. And I said, I'm not even going to I'm not even going to crop the background. I'm just going to send you the picture as it is. (laughs) And so it was the information he needed, and Reign of Terror's cat. was funny i had actually seen that picture earlier in the day so i immediately recognized the cat <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> he was like that's Raina's cat <laughs> did you feel like you had your like your shoulder kind of being looked over when you were younger with the internet oh absolutely because like, i feel like that'd be kind of like like i can get it from like maybe like ages like one through like seven or so i don't know i'm just like throwing it out there but like once the kid like has like individual yeah, no, didn't like, have that's it. Yeah, he, right. That's why he faced the computer <laughs> towards the glass so you could see it like he mm. could look at look into the glass and like literally over your shoulder. Literally over your shoulder. So he was just sitting like across from me and he'd look at everything I was typing, but then they'd go to bed and I would go on there and like um, <laughs> yeah. and um I would sneak down, but like literally they would be like mad if they caught me down there. That was like, you know, I was very quiet down there like and um then I would have to delete the whole computer. Like I, I had researched how to delete everything from the computer. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, and like I was clear all the internet it. history. <laughs> clear all the internet history. So I made sure everything was cleared. Um, and I think I was just a little bit better at doing that than my like dad realized. You know, because he had to learn too. Right? He had to learn how to do that. And I also learned like in this time how to code. And I oh, like, wow. knew how to. Like, I was doing like, but I, I don't remember how to do any of it. But I was I figured it out the the internet pretty young. <laughs> I still have not. No, you, but you you came from a different generation. Yes, I did. <laughs> I remember when I was uh, my family had a family computer. I'm the youngest of four, so I like I grew up with, like me too. Yeah, youngest of four. Yep. All what? All brothers? No. Yeah, two yep. sisters. One you're you're all brothers. Yeah, I'm the youngest of four boys. Wow. And my brother has two boys, and my sister in law has a brother so it's just it's all boys endless yeah, yeah. A- endless masculinity no um, <laughs> but yeah we had like a family computer that we all had to use share, and yeah. share and then i you know the rest of my brothers moved out we're all like three and a half years older than each other so it's like uh i, I never went to like day school with them so i kind of was in high school or middle school at that point i was left with a computer 
started discovering porn and masturbation, obviously, and was like trying to figure out my own thing. My mom started dating a tech guy. Oh God! Oh no! Oh, and was like, "Let me, <laughs> let, yeah, let worst. me clean your computer." <laughs> and so he goes on the computer and finds like all the fucked up porn that I was watching no. as like a thirteen. Because like no. I don't know any better. Like I don't You're know just what watching a, whatever you can find. I don't know what a bukkake is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, like I'm still watching it, but like I don't know what it is yeah. that I'm watching, right? Like so, like that, that sounds cultural. Yeah. <laughs> So, so my mom eventually finds out through like the, uh, the boyfriend she's been seeing for a year that like her 13 year old son is just like watching the most fucked up porn (laughs) and like they had to confront me all about it. I learned how to do clear browsing history. Right. But ever since then, like I, I, or that in the next two years from that point, I felt like someone was looking over my shoulder, you know, cause I had no idea that was possible. I was like, okay, well what else can they see? Right. So instead of porn, I would just like look up like, you know, Google images and just like, I guess like Modern Family got to me or something. So Sofia Vergario was just yeah. like, yeah. like the substitute, just being like, they won't, they won't know. They won't that's know why that's I'm sucking at the yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They're not going to suspect a thing. Yeah. They just slowly work it. Yeah. <laughs> what was that con- confronting you like? What was the conversation? Oh, it was so awkward. I'm sure. It was so oh. horrifying. I think that that must have happened to me because I wouldn't have then known to, um, like not with porn, but with something strange, um, because I wouldn't have know, then known to delete. Yeah, no, I had no yeah. idea. He was like, no, this is how you don't let me catch you next time. Yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. And I was just, yeah, it was, my mom is like, you know, we can watch TV together. We can watch like Walking Dead, like Breaking Bad together, right? If we watch, like, what is it, like, fucking, like, A Handmaid's Tale or, like, just, like, anything with, like, really graphic sex. Yeah. I don't know why Handmaid's Tale was the first thing I thought about. But <laughs> I, I, I binged that shit earlier this year. Oh, my God. Uh, um, <laughs> that's horrifying. That I that nobody should be able to watch. But, like, no. like a fucking, like, euphoria or something, you know? Like, yeah. she will walk out of the room if we're trying to watch it together because mm. she just can't handle that sex she can't stuff. Handle that, yeah. So when she confronted me as like a 13 year old, me not knowing at that point that she can't handle sex stuff, it was like, it was awful, you know? <laughs> and her boyfriend's like a conservative Irish Jew who doesn't really know, isn't, isn't really with it either, you know, and that stuff, mm. you know? <laughs> my mom once brought yeah, like- yeah, oh no, they came into my room and I was like oh on God. the computer, you know, as, like as you, do, yeah. playing video oh. games or something and they're like, you gotta, you, yeah, we gotta talk to you. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you watching? And I was like, I don't know. Nobody, I'm the young, youngest of four. Nobody's talked to me about talk sex, about really, that. honestly. Yeah. I just learned third party, you know? Yeah, when, when uh, in the absence of education, you have the internet. Exactly. <laughs> My mom so, was, like, uh, go on. Yeah, when, like, in lieu of education, the internet comes in and, like, that's, I mean, on a good day, the internet is the fucking wild, wild west. Right, right. <laughs> so, it can so, point you in a good direction or, like, a bad, a bad one. <laughs> so, like, I shouldn't have been watching that shit that young. Like, to your point, like, I didn't, I was left to my own device, like, the original yeah. point 10 minutes right. ago. Like, they're, I, I don't know what I was watching. Like, nobody was supervising me. Then again, I was in middle school. Like, maybe that is when I'm supposed to discover that shit. But, like, where is that, where that line? line of supervision supposed to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, um... What I can't believe ba- I just Billy Ellis. That. She said she's like addicted to <laughs> porn because of like, like non non supervision in her early years, and she like really stands against like porn being so accessible to kids. Um, 
Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, she she has like a really strong case on it because she feels like she like has a strong porn addiction now. Who is this? Billy Ellish. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yep, I heard about that. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I've, yeah, my mom once came to me with a New York Times article and she was like, "What is what is this?" and it was about oral sex and she like had had me describe oral sex to her like she didn't know what it was. <laughs> Like, Where's mom. your mom from? She's from Massachusetts, but she was raised by like all nuns. Like she went to even oh. even even grad school or not grad school, but even undergrad was all nuns. So she went like from kindergarten to to, to college with nuns, and like they just never really raised her in that way. And like, but I do feel bad for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it like never occurred to her to put her mouth on it. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> I don't know if that was meant to be a joke, but that was a really good was, joke. Was, okay, yeah. that was a really, really good joke. I don't know if the whole setup for that was I don't know, but, like, I didn't know if it was going was, there, but yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you found it. That was I great. found it, yeah. Wow. wow. No, it was really just horrifying to have to tell her what oral sex was. It was horrifying. It was one of the most horrific things I've. And like she was like, "I hope you don't do this." And I was like a lesbian at the time. I was like, "Yeah, yeah I mean, I did." What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> you know, growing up in Bumpy pussies in Greenwich Village, born in nineteen <laughs> born, born in nineteen sixty five. I was definitely exposed to shit that I shouldn't have been exposed to at a young age. But I can't imagine if on top of that, I also had access to this shit like just in my room mm. alone. All the shit that's out there, I can't imagine how much more fucked up I would be than I am now. I'm actually surprised, like I have any any semblance of normalcy after the shit I looked up when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, it's like internet. how do you even find yourself getting to the cert? You know what I mean? Like I don't, again, like I don't like keep bringing it back to it, but like I I just don't understand why I was watching fucking Bukaki at like 13, and I don't know how I found that. Yeah, you know, like even it's- looking back today, like. What, how did that happen? It's you know? just a, like it's just a rabbit hole. It starts with one thing, and you and, and then you just kind of like yeah, the suggestions come in. And so like, so I actually <laughs> went on a pornography break during COVID. Um, my, during COVID, yeah, during yeah, COVID. That's rough. <laughs> that's a rough time to go on a break. I know that's masochistic almost. It's because you were doing like the Jewish. School. It's because my rabbi suggested. Yeah. No, ah, but he he's that's a, a good rabbi. He's a very liberal rabbi. He wasn't like never watch porn again, but he was like give your like give your imagination a break like time to are. decide like what is actually in your soul and like your imagination like when you're not drowning in this shit like you're gonna like something's gonna like naturally come up and like now you it's like i don't know not like good or bad it's just like your own imagination i mostly just look at pictures i don't really like watch a lot of like like porn in a video you know what i'm only gonna watch porn on days with the letter d in them <laughs> every day, every day. <laughs> that took me a while you saw my eyes like go down and try to figure let out me, that. let me look at every day no the porn the porn diet really worked to me i was like oh shit i'm gay how long did you stay on it that wait that's how you realized you were <laughs> my rabbi my rabbi led me in there in a gay direction that wait, so were you that, not watching a, les- a lot of lesbian porn before? Never, that? I'd never seen lesbian porn. I didn't know how lesbians had sex, really. 
Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that lesbian porn will educate you on how lesbians have sex. I just didn't really know. Like I had like some idea, but I was like, I've never seen it. I feel like porn shouldn't educate you on how to have sex. Yeah. Gen, gen, no, any porn, right. like, it no. does, unfortunately. Yeah. And then you learn the hard way, right? Like that worked in the video. Yeah, I feel like it has made like like men a little bit. Um, like they always want to try things that like you're like this is not really like I'm really kinky but I'm just like there are levels of this kink- is uncomfortable where you're like this is un- right. this is to a level where it's uncomfortable like what did you do you watch this in some porn or something like you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's interesting because like I have never I don't think explored kinks that much okay yeah in general and like last week I had a one night stand like first time in a while and this woman was. A little crazy. For, I don't want to say crazy, but like a little uh, intense for me, I should say. Um, a little kinky, a little kinky but yeah. just like in- intense. I think. I, I think because of the kink, I guess. But like met her at a, at a club, made me like start groping her like on the dance floor, yeah. like and just was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this. End up in Times <laughs> Square, you know what I mean? And she's just like calling me daddy and shit, yeah. and like shit. again. I think I'm into that with the porn I watch, but I've never experienced that yeah. first person. I didn't really know how to react. Totally. And then she didn't know how to react to someone not being used to that. or You know what I mean? Mm. And so I was just like, yeah, you you bitch. You know, like just like trying to get trying into to it. Get but like, it, yeah. I'm a nice guy generally. Like, I don't know how to w- want to get into it. To, I don't know. It was be, confusing. You can be a nice daddy. You can be a nice daddy. I could, but it was just like <laughs> eight in the morning, no sleep, no food, coming down from Molly, no, I think. And it was just like, like yeah, you know, like I was like, sometimes. yeah, like you're like sweating. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no, sweating, yes. Yeah. Like, I always, I'm always sweating during Molly and sex. I'm no, always sweating. And I'm like, and you're like slippery, and you're like, I guess we can get into this because it's what we're doing. <laughs> she, but she was like rolling way harder than me, so I think that's why she was getting into it she more. Was really she, into you know, it, she was doing yeah. like the, like the oh, that, that thing, the, the mouth chews where chews, when you're yeah. not doing that, it's really off putting. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever. Well, you're just like, what the fuck are you doing with your mouth? Like, relax, <laughs> you know. Like, I get you can't control it. Anyways, I know that moment. Yeah, no. To to your point though, or to the point I was trying to make which i kind of forgot now like i i i didn't know how to handle that just even like dirty talk like that and yeah. i was I, and like i'd like to know how to be able to handle that but like first time is it's scary no, don't don't copy the things you hear people say in porn don't right wait so that's what i was hearing don't right do don't copy yeah. the porn things but she was like doing that to me and i'm like okay so if you like that do i reciprocate the porn things that like I know I shouldn't, you know. Yeah, does totally. that make sense? You're like, right. I was yeah. raised right. Like, I was just like in, in my own head. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, though, that would have been nicer at that point. Like, because like, it was fun for the first little bit, but then I just got in my own head. I think I like being called daddy. I know you do. I do. I know. I feel like I could like it. I just maybe I just wasn't into her that much. I, I don't you know. Might not have been into her. I feel like that's I also a. Don't know her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I find yeah. I find I find one night stands to be like unimpressive. Like not knowing someone. I, like, and I, 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 I I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, just unimpressive. Like I'm not. You know, they're not the like worst like memories of my life, but they're they're not the best. Generally, why that's a one night stand. Yeah, you're not going back. You're not going back to that. <laughs> not going yeah. back for what? And and the mouth thing is like one hour before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. She didn't go to sleep. 
Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm just hearing that out. all She's night. <laughs> like, oh, you're hearing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Francis <laughs> makes some weird noises when he's drunk. You do. You make some weird noises. I just go to sleep. Were yeah, you, but in your sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, he yeah. embarrasses a ba- a ba- me. A all bad time. man comes out. A bad man comes out. <laughs> I sleep sometimes. I embarrass you? No, you embarrass me sometimes on the air. Yes, you do. On the air? Yes, you do. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to ever do that, ever. <laughs> hey, I want to play a song, unless y'all want to keep this going right now. What, what, what's, what, what's been going? Whatever we I think we got a boot, boot I, point. I think we should so this, that. This song yeah. I'm going to play is called uh, Elevator by The Rollers. Now, The Rollers, prior to that, and af- before and after this album... Elevator were known as the Bay City Rollers, and a lot of folks your age have no idea who they are. They sold 120 million records. They were huge uh, in the in the mid 70s. They had a their biggest hit in America and around the world was called Saturday Night, and it was like S A T U R D A Y Night S. And they had this like real kind of teen pop sound to them. And then they wanted to do something different. They wanted a harder sound. Punk rock was was in '79 was, you know, really reaching a lot of, a lot more people than it had two years prior in '77. And uh, so they wanted to go for something harder and something faster. And the critics loved this album, but nobody wanted them to change. It did not sell well, so they went back to the. They didn't. They could have stuck oh, with I it. I feel and bad not when bands as, can't change. I know, like like uh, like uh, uh, who was the person I had mentioned before that went from acoustic to electric and everybody. Uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah. People fucking freaked out, but he was big enough where he could just stick to it and do what he wanted. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I really like this song, and I wish that they had been able to continue in this direction. Right up to the temple where the man 
You are listening to Art Star Scene on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Until the middle of next month. Until the middle of next month, where am, where um, that will be. I wonder why. Yeah, it's disappointing. Well, they said yeah. that they the the reason they put out there is that it didn't have the impact that they wanted it to have. So that that's a reason to stop it. As of it, it had an impact for you know us. Would, it had an impact for us. You know what would make it more impactful if they gave a bigger cut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a bigger cut would be nice. And it was in, it was impactful for us. You know, it's it's right. disappointing. It brought a tax break on it because now they're like doing a charitable donation and that tax break maybe was not what maybe it ran out it may be the tax not, break not to be a cynic out. but to be a cynic <laughs> no. absolutely. yeah to understand it, the realities of capitalism i feel like you have yeah. to be a little bit of a cynic yeah, absolutely <laughs> it, it it's it, it brought almost eight hundred dollars to radio free brooklyn and that's no small change that's for no an small change right radio yeah station. for an independent radio mm-hmm. station do they have to pay taxes or no? Because they own, own the world already. Amazon, um, the Amazon gets a lot of tax breaks. Like they were gonna get like to come to New York City, they were gonna get like come for free, basically pay no taxes in New York City. Like it was really crazy, and that's why New Yorkers, um, you know, said no. We like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> pay no taxes. So, I forgot about that. So yeah. some some people said no, but there were there were communities in Queens, especially who wanted Amazon to come because no. they're so like the There's- job that are out there there's but not it, enough jobs it, it, it ended up being um alexander ocasio cortez who stood up to him and mm-hmm. stood up to amazon and said like how many jobs are you going to give to our residents and like he they did not have a good answer for um mm-hmm. us and so we ended up like, dropping that or they dropped it because they didn't want to deal with all the questions we had that alexander had right. um she's awesome she's awesome I hope she runs so, the world one day. Yeah, uh, those were all the right questions that, to ask. Was that the right? I'm not done with the Oh, okay. Copy. Got a little more copy. Really communities. Yeah. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to just subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org/newsletter. Okay, I'm going to play just a little bit of the song I mentioned before, Saturday Night by the Bay City Rollers, just to give you a sense of like how much growth the elevator was. And that was 79, and I believe this was 76. How much growth they did in that three years. Saturday night, Saturday night, I, 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 I just can't wait. 
So Saturday Night was released in 1975. I just checked it out, and in that between the time that that came out and and Elevator, clearly they grew tremendously as artists. And it's just such a damn shame that uh, their audience just wasn't. Bu- they literally didn't. <laughs> their audience literally didn't buy it. Yeah, that song felt very happy-go-lucky. Very uh, kind of poppy, yeah. or like an attempt to be pop mm-hmm. that didn't necessarily hit. I mean, I don't know. It was a tremendous hit. Oh, it was a hit. Okay, I'm sorry. Huge. That's what you said. Okay, it was huge, and and people just wanted them to keep doing the same fucking thing. And when they grew and did stuff like the one I played before in '79, Elevator, like I said, people were not buying it. Critics loved it, but they were they were like, no, we want we want that poppy crap. I feel like it's the only thing I could think of that would maybe relate to that is like uh, management MGMT. Oh yeah. I love them. They're great. Right. And they had that sick first album. And I think they had like a three album deal with the label. And then like the second and third album were were just kind of like way more artsy and like way more indie, not poppy. Didn't hit the radio. Um, and Still good though. Very good, very yeah. good. The the third album I think is the one that hit a little bit. But I remember the second album just being like, "Oh, that's the music you want to you make." Wanna play huh? music, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Not electric feel. Right, yeah. right. It's kind of like life. But yeah, yeah exactly. say the right things until you don't have to say the right things. Well, my brother's biggest hit was a song called "Detachable Penis." Um, very good. What? what? Detachable <laughs> penis. It was detachable penis. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's <laughs> really like it it it, it like made the, their career. Like it's pretty good. What um, what's your brother's band? King Missile. King Missile. Yes. Yeah, they were like very popular um, in, the, in the early nineties. Yeah, in the early nineties. Yeah, worth checking out. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll play that. Yeah, I might have to in, in hear that. While. Detachable oh. penis was that um like an autobiographical song. <laughs> actually, actually, it was it was it was one of uh, it, Francis is being more positive than his brother these days. But. Yeah, but uh, no, but it was another concept that he stole from me and made a lot of money off of. Yeah, mm. uh, oh. I used to, oh. I used to make jokes about oh man shit I'm I went to this, I went to a party I 
totally forgot to bring my penis. There's so many good looking women there. And, sometimes, uh, sometimes you have to bring your penis. Yeah. I think and, that's uh, like a Key and Peele skit. He, took, it, he like, took that joke from you and made right? a song. Yeah, he took that joke from me and made a song. And also his, his, his big uh, hit you know, co- on college radio, Jesus was way cool. He stole a lot of the ideas from that uh, from me. Uh, but whatever. Fuck him. <laughs> so we're I not know. having a positive day about your brother. I imagine right? you're not uh, in, in touch. In general, so. you've been positive. No, no, we are right now. He's, he's no, he, they, they're positive right now. Right now, he's taking care of like Francis's mom. While yeah, he, while show. I'm doing oh, the show, great. he's with my mom right now. He's he's stepping up. He's a doing a little bit. bit better. Like he in the beginning, we would go away, and he would be like, "What is food?" <laughs> and we'd be like, "What? Like, How do I say food?" And like we'd be like, um, and like he just like call us with like we try to go away and he'd call us with, like all these harassing questions and we'd be like this is really like not, not- harassing questions just like um where is there so soap mom said there's something on the table that's not supposed that's not on the table something but we don't nice. know what <laughs> and <laughs> yeah right i haven't had a break in two months there's something on the table that's not on the table well, then, it's not on the table. <laughs> You're like, thank you for bothering me with this important question. Well, at least he's helping, really helping now, right? That real story happened. Oh, that real, it. that actually that happened. That actual story happened. That's that was crazy. not a joke. And, then, and this was like the third time he had called. And he goes, never and, and he goes, okaay uh, I'll call you later and I'm like, no. And he's like, yeah. please said, don't. No. Oh, that don't. speaks a lot, though. Yeah. That's like, oh, like, he, he needs to call you later. It's not like you're expecting that. Well, that's nice he's helping with your, your, I imagine you take care of your mom. Otherwise. Yeah, he yeah, takes care of time yeah. caregiver. Yeah. But every but, once in a while, Francis take, gets a little break. A little break, that's but nice. like, it's uh, not very often. And like, well, at least, at least, I mean, uh, I mean, I'll speak from my own family's experience. My dad, the oldest of six, his youngest sister took care of my grandfather that passed last year. And like, they lived in like, he, my grandfather pretty much gave her the house they all grew up in okay yeah but like you know the other siblings didn't help take care of him while he's you know not able to wipe himself and like all no, this stuff yeah. he passes last year kind of fucks up the family and leaves all the money to the younger sister and because oh, really? she took care of him you know him, you know yeah. like i get it in that sense but like but it, it's, 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 it's a definitely more. a little bit off because i feel like people like you know like it's always complicated it's always complicated right. but a lot of parents do choose to do that um Oh, he's so stupid. He fucked that up. Yeah, he's like, like you get. Fi- he's like you get a lot of money. Everyone else gets like, di- like different amounts to show how much just, I like. Now they you. all hate. Now they all hate her. Like, they all hate her. Yeah. It's fucked up. The fa- my dad's like hands up. Doesn't give a shit. I guess. I guess what I'm trying to say is like. I, I, That's cool that your dad doesn't give a shit. Like I'm trying he just to doesn't give a shit about money. Like my right. my siblings, my siblings got trust funds and I didn't. And it's like I'm not like very big trust funds, but they got trust funds. And like I've just like come to terms with the fact that like my parents don't have trust in me. Yeah, but they do help you out financially quite a bit. Is that what that means? <laughs> so, I, <laughs> but one time in a therapy session, I did bring it up. I was like, I was like, Mom, they got trust funds. No, this, and- this is why I need you guys. I'm gonna, I'm, you're gonna be my family when I'm like 90 years old, and I'm like, I just need Roberto's pizza. Like, <laughs> You guys don't are going to be Don't need it. much in the world, just a, just a slice of Roberta's every now and then. And in return, you can get my great wealth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. 
We're the same age. I don't How even. How am I going to get your great will? I'm just kidding. I don't have any will. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom doesn't have a will either. And I have a lot of now, stuffed animals. Since now she has, she's starting to have dementia. Mm. You it's know, not right to do a will anymore. Yeah, yeah. It would, right. I should get more than others. You should get more, yeah. But anything that she came, that she wrote now would be rightfully contested. Right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say that's Who's okay that I get more. Animal? Yeah, no. starting to get very depressed so I went to the Kiev and ate breakfast then as I walked down 2nd Avenue towards St. Mark's Place where all those people sell used books and other junk on the street I saw my penis lying on a blanket next to a broken toaster oven some guy was selling it I had to buy it off him he wanted 22 bucks but I talked him down to 17 I took it home washed it off and put it back on. I was happy again, complete. People sometimes tell me I should get it permanently attached, but I don't know. Even though sometimes it's a pain in the ass, I like having a detachable penis. Detachable Penis by King Missile, and you're listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Sam Wolf sitting with us Yay. tonight. Hello. Saying Hi. he's revealed more than he expected to. We hear that a lot on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a feeling I kind of had to. 
No, I, I don't know. To, but I feel like, but like with anyone I meet, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I feel like you got to know the deepest, darkest secrets. True. Well, we, we would, we would, <laughs> wants it. We would not force you. Okay, I can see your, I can see if your, if your, your hand, hand gripping for the, for the whiskey. <laughs> no, I'm a, I am ai wear my heart on my sleeve. I am an open book. I love that. Us too. <laughs> same, same here. Like, I don't talk a lot, but if you like, uh, I will, I will answer yeah. questions if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. I will, I will talk to you. I, talk, <laughs> I, think, I feel like I talk a lot. Do I talk a lot? I mean, it's your show. No, but in general. Uh, sometimes, not always. I feel that way too. Yeah. Or like, okay. even like at my apartment with my roommates and yeah. they're like watching TV or like playing like Call of Duty and I'm like, can we like, can we talk? Can, we <laughs> like, talk can exactly? I tell you about my day? Like, <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I don't know that it comes out of a place of uh, hating silence or being insecure with my own thoughts. Well, I can't believe I even yeah. established that sentence. But like you, you, I think I, I thought that you had the porn break. Yes, I did. And your rabbi suggested it because he thought you should leave yourself to your imagination more. Is that what yeah. he said, yeah. right? Yeah, like God will that- through you your true desires oh you put the god into it too but if you're, if are not, you religious are you she's, she's okay. jewish yeah if you're, if you're enough to see the rabbi. same kind of porn over and over again your imagination's like not working anymore see that sounds i don't know if that was on the radio well yes yeah, say, say <laughs> again. Again. Yeah. i was saying like uh my if you're drowning in the same porn over and over again like the same type of video then it's like your own imagination is not working anymore there's not like space because it's so stimulating i would yeah. say that's a thing like with all the media we all have media, too yeah. because like i just feel like even kids like there's just like this influx of media coming in and like how are you like i feel like kids like it's hard being like in teaching and stuff like that you see that there's like just a little bit less of an imagination like the, these kids are so smart and they have so much access to so much knowledge but they also like have a little bit less imagination and a little bit less like a will to play yeah like in judaism we say shomer ve'anayim, which is guard your eyes and some people take this to a place of like i can't see women in tights that are not 100% opaque if I see it like I will die if I see a kneecap but like you can also like use that in a very beautiful and liberal way of like you do control what kind of images and media and thoughts go in go into your mind and it, yeah. it makes a difference I, I feel like you can, can like you can condition your body physically but you can also condition like the creative mental aspects of that I I I rebrought that up because the idea of like leaving yourself to your imagination, I feel like is the part that yeah, freaking yeah. terrifies me. Because no, like it's super, I feel it's like, super scary. Because you're like, what if my imagination is bad? Like, well, if, yeah. What well, if what I think of is like evil? Or just like like even like giving yourself the freedom to do that. Like you're saying, like you're content. Like, oh shit, I'm gay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You're like, oh crap, I didn't know I like butt stuff. Like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like you know the, the the consumption of media is like so short turn like it's so it's like fifteen second TikTok videos you know what I mean like yeah I thought I was ADD growing up because I was told I was ADD I was given medicine for that we I feel were. like yeah right right you know we that was the whole were. thing I know but like now everyone like I feel like is actually ADD and we're conditioned to be ADD yeah, because our right. attention span can only hold like. 10 second clips of a larger video that we don't even bother to go check out on YouTube. You know what I mean? And 
that with like porn and like imagination, like, I don't know, like I'm not trained to, to do that, you know, to like sit with myself, sit with the thoughts and like think about anything else than what is being shown in front of me. Can I ask a question? Do you still take medication or are you um, against it now? Because like uh, some people after being given it as a child, like really are against it. Yeah, no, that's I, I, I'm glad you asked that because like maybe diagnosed when I was 13, 14, all the way through high school, I was taking 40 milligrams of Vyvanse. Yeah. Fucking didn't eat well as a born and raised vegetarian. So like it'd be like wake up at 630. Here's a Coca-Cola and a bagel and cream cheese. Also your Vyvanse. Or actually, I was given the Vyvanse, went back to sleep for 30 minutes. So I woke up with that kicking, then given a Coke and the bagel. I was like, here's some carbs, here's some more caffeine, go to fucking school to and fucking school. learn. You yeah, know, like, totally. you know, <laughs> so I felt like a fucking zombie, you know? Yeah. Um, and hated it, didn't take it in college. And it wasn't until I would say maybe two, three months ago, I was like, I'm feeling anxious. I don't think I want to take anti-anxiety medicine like I have in the past. I've taken it all. I've taken all SSRIs. You That's know what the mean? thing is they don't work for people who have ADHD because the ADHD, I have ADHD as well. Like the ADHD is what's making you anxious. It's right. not like it's right. not, you're, you're not actually don't have an anxiety disorder. It's the ADHD. It's just your anxiety. thoughts not being able to yeah. sit still. So I talked to my roommate's girlfriend who apparently takes, she apparently she takes five ants every day. And I was like, so do you do it for work? Like what, why do you do it? Like does it help with your anxiety? And she's like, yeah, it really does. So since two or three months ago with being skeptical, because I, you know, I took in high school, felt like a, not myself. I'm now taking 20 milligrams of Vyvanse like for work, like every day, pretty much, except for weekends, because like, yeah. I don't really need it. But it's just like, it, I don't know if it calms my head, but it lets me point it in a direction that I don't have to be like, how do I handle these five things that are just flashing in my head? And now I can like, I, I can direct my thoughts more, it feels like. Yeah, well, I just switched to Adderall because like the Vyvanse is pretty expensive for me right so now. Expensive. It's so expensive. And so I've just decided, but I do think Vyvanse is a better drug than Adderall, but I did just switch to Adderall. Um, Re- recently? Recently, yeah, because like um, about six months ago. Um, it's it's definitely not as good as the Vyvanse. And the Vyvanse is not addictive. It's a very good like, we, Right. Know. We got to wrap this up. And I did want to play the song Teach Your Children, which seems proper by Crosby, Stills, Nash mm-hmm. and Young and all. You know, if there's a little musical break in there, I'll I'll do the thank yous. But uh, let's let's try to get this in here. Yeah, I'm a '90s kid. I'm still on my railroad. You who are on the road must have a code. That you can live by And so Become yourself Because the past Is just a goodbye Teach Your children well Their father's hell Did slowly go by so thank you so much, Calvin. I love you. Love you too, Francis. Sam, you stayed for the whole hour. Yeah, I, I was able to to, to stay. Thank you, you for having, having me. Yeah, it was such a blast here, to have this you was awesome. here. This is a lot of fun. Thank you, you for having so, me. You were so like open hearted, and thank you. Love you, Lucas. Thank you. Love you, Rachel. 
Coming up next is The Circuit with Courtney Love. You're going to want to stay for this. You're listening to Teach Your Children Well. David Crosby, Stephen Stills, Nash. Graham Nash. And Neil Young. Who is it? It's Graham? I yeah, couldn't remember. Graham Nash, I like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I know all the others. I'm like, David Crosby, Stephen Stills, Nash, Neil Young. <laughs> Thank you for all David the music Crosby. you brought us, David Crosby. Show yourself some love. Show some love to those around you. It's important, and you know it is. They see the truth before they can teach your parents well. Their children's hell will slowly go by and feed them on your dreams. The one they picked, the one you know by. Don't you ever ask them why, if they told you you would cry. So just look at them and 